0: Blog Talk Radio. Good morning, welcome to the Mrs. Missing Pieces, Pieces Podcast. This is your host, Kelly Carter. I'm a registered nurse, mom, chronic illness survivor, and entrepreneur. I aim to share my path through growing, um, growing my business around my life and not the other way around. You're in the right place if you're looking for motivation, education, and inspiration in creating the life you love. Today's focus will be in the area of health and fulfillment. So, the name of today's show is Self-Care's Role in Your Life Balance. Self-care could arguably be the most important thing you do every day. Just a quick reminder, Don't forget to click follow and share this episode so that others can hear the same information and hopefully it will help them improve their life and live the life they love. Let's talk about self-care's role in your life balance. Do you ever experience burnout or fatigue? Do you feel like you're always doing for other people and get frustrated? We're always taught to have compassion for others, but how about having compassion for ourselves? So self-care has been a huge part in my own healing journey. For those of you that don't know, I fell very ill in 2010. And it wasn't until 2014 or so that I really started implementing self-care. And in that, when I started implementing it, one of the biggest things I did, and it may say it sound ho-hum, but one of the biggest things that I did was start a gratitude journal. When you're focusing on things, you're going to see more of it. I don't know if you've ever heard of the reticular activating system, but that's your brain's way of filtering things out. We would go insane if we had to take in everything we saw, heard, um, experienced. So our brain has a specialized filter. And in this filter, if you've ever bought a new car and then all of a sudden noticed all those cars out there or a new dress and you notice everybody has that new dress, That's your reticular activating system in action. So a gratitude journal, what it does is it turns your focus, especially if you do it first thing in the morning, it's turning your focus to everything that you're grateful for. Well, that's turning your reticular activating system on. And you then are starting to see all the things that you're grateful for. Another thing that I've come across is called the self-care wheel. And it's made off of what's called the self-care assessment worksheet. We'll go over that in a minute. I want to give you five steps to create your self-care habits. Let's call them habits. Because when you start something, it may seem like it's a little bit hard to get going. But after you start doing it a while, it becomes just ingrained habits and it's easy to do. It's easy to not do. It's easy to do. So let's take the steps to do it every day. So the first thing that you should do in implementing a self-care plan is assess where you're at currently. That's where this self-care assessment worksheet would come in um, handy. I'm happy to send you one. You can shoot me an email at everydaywithkelly, and that's everydaywithkelly, K-E-L-L-I at gmail.com. Just put in the uh, in the Subject line, self-care assessment worksheet, and I will shoot it back to you. Also, you could probably just Google it, too. Self-care assessment worksheet um, for transforming pain. Okay, your initial self-care. Everyone has their own own thoughts of what self-care should be. But the best place to start to see what you think your self-care should be and where it is now. Start by looking at a typical week or your calendar and examine where there are times that you have taken time out for yourself. I I venture to guess that you are not taking enough time for yourself. So assess the frequency um, and the activities to see your baseline. Also, it's a good idea to look at your weekly, monthly, I'm sorry, daily, weekly, and monthly routines to see how often you're implementing them. Then, we'll go into the planning and strategies for your self-care plan, and that's when we're going to go over this self-care wheel. So, first is assess. Second is plan, action. If you take any action, it's the right direction. Even if it ends up being the wrong direction, it's easy to course correct when you are in motion. I like to think of a car in the garage. If you try to move the wheel and try to move the car, it's impossible. The slower you're going, the more impossible it is to move it. However, if you get going out of your garage and you're on the freeway and you want to course correct, you just need to use your finger, just a little tap, and you can course correct. The same thing in your life when it comes to self-care. Okay, so one, assess, two, plan, Three, take action. Four, monitor. So you want to monitor your progress. And remember, it's progress, not perfection when it comes to self-care. Also, kindness. You want to practice kindness. There's enough negativity in the world. There's enough yuckiness out there that we don't need to be ugly in our own head. We need to be kind and compassionate. I like to think, if Christian or not, I like to think the universe or God, Knows nothing but love and kindness. We should be, and we are part of that. We should be implementing that for ourselves. So monitor your progress, not perfection. And number five, just keep swimming. It's called practice for a reason. So when we say like practicing medicine or practicing meditation, it's called practice because we must practice. It's just part of our life journey. So one assess, two plan, three action, four monitor. Five, just keep swimming, and it's called practice for a reason. So let's go over the self-care wheel. I came upon this just looking up self-care because I feel it's so important to implement into your life, <clears throat> and I got this self-care wheel from OlgaPhoenix.com. She has given me permission to use this in a book coming up, and so I want to make sure to give her, for making this, I did not make this, OlgaPhoenix.com com. So the self-care wheel focuses on six areas. In the center it says self-care wheel. The next circle around that says life balance. In order to have life balance these six areas must be touched on. Okay so let's talk about the first area physical self-care. Physical self-care is around safe housing, regular medical care, Eating healthy, exercise, be sexual. Too often we let that go. It's very important. I recently read a study that it's best to go to sleep around 1030 so that you fall asleep around 1040. And people seem to get the best, most quality sleep around that time. Take vacations on the physical. Take time off. Massages. Acupuncture. Bubble baths. I like keep it simple. Well, that sometimes people say keep it simple stupid, but I like that kiss. It's just keeping it simple. Ask for nurture. Family to nurture you. Take a walk, walk. Turn off your cell phone and get me time. So that's physical, getting your body moving. Did you know that moving as little as 30 minutes a day reduces your risk for Alzheimer's by half. There is no medication in on the planet that can do that. And imagine if everyone knew if everyone knew to just exercise 30 minutes a day, that would cut your Alzheimer's risk in half. Who knows what all other health benefits it, it has? They're endless. So the second area on this self-care wheel is psychological. So You need to take time to do self-reflection, therapy, journaling. That's the gratitude journaling I was talking about earlier. Self-awareness, sensory engagement, aromatherapy. That's where my doTERRA comes in. I do essential oils for my business, and I do them to teach mothers how to do them and also how to people use them in their own business. So that's a great psychological help on the self-care wheel. You can draw or paint. You can go to a symphony or a ballet, relax in the sun, garden, read some kind of self-help book, anything that, that promotes learning. Think about your own positive qualities. Practice asking and receiving help. That's something I've worked on a lot over the last year. There's a book called Power of Receiving, and I listened to it on Audible, and it's a great book reminder to tell us how how to practice receiving okay so the first wheel is physical second wheel is psychological and the third is emotional so that's would be where you would use incantations which are kind of like affirmations but you feel the feeling behind them self-love self-compassion we talked about this a little bit crying crying is a great cleanser of the soul if I always feel renewed after a great call, cry or um, writing out some angry words and then tearing them up or burning them. Laughing, forgot how to be kids. You got to be like children sometimes. Just swing our arms and dance and say I love you to each other. Watch a funny movie. Oh my gosh, my lately my guilty pleasure is watching goat videos. The fainting goats or goats that jump on each other. It's so funny. And I forget that I'm not that important. I'm not that serious. I need to have fun. So under emotional, cuddle with your pet. Oh boy, my dog's right here behind me um, while I'm working. Tell yourself you are gorgeous. I look in the mirror and tell myself I love me. I love you. And I've been doing this for about a year and a half. And until about three months ago, I never really felt it. And that's a great feeling to look at yourself and know you love yourself. The next three areas we'll keep going is spiritual. So if we don't have a balance of all of these things, then we're going to be stuck. Spiritual, self-reflection, that can be done journaling. Go into nature. Let your feet touch the earth. Uh, find a spiritual community or support, church, or cherish yourself. Rub your own feet. Meditate, sing, dance. Play. Be inspired. Take a yoga class. Do something new. Play with children. Oh, children and dogs are just my yumminess. I just absorb them. Go in the ocean or any kind of fresh water. I, I like walking. We're in Arizona, so I like walking in the creek. Okay, under spiritual, um, you also have watch the sunset, pray, find a spiritual mentor, volunteer for a cause. I would say self-forgiveness is more important than forgiving others, but both are very important in healing. So we've gone through four. Number five is personal, your personal area of self-care and your life balance. Learn who you really are. Learn what you really love. Figure out what you want in life plan, both short and long-term goals. Make a vision board. I have mine right here. And I keep a file of all the things that I've taken off my vision board that I've obtained. Um, Get coffee with a friend. Get out of debt. Just relax. Write a poem or a book. Spend time with your family. Cook out. Learn to play guitar. Number six, professional. Take time for lunch. Set boundaries. Do not work overtime. Leave work at work. Do not work during your time off. Get regular supervision. Support. Get support from colleagues. Take mental health days. Learn to say no. Plan your next career or take a class. So of these six things, I think that's all important. Not that they all need to be number one, but if you could just take one from each area and try to implement one thing per day. If you did this, you will see a huge difference in your life and it will become a habit. Do you have a business or skill that you may feel will benefit our listeners? If so, please contact me at everydaywithkelly at gmail.com, and I'll be happy to get you scheduled for an interview. If you'd like the self-care assessment, shoot me an email at everydaywithkelly at gmail.com, and I will shoot it right back to you, and you can assess where you're at currently. Thank you for joining me on The Missing Pieces, Creating a Life You Love. Have a fantastic day.